equipment. Don't even use that computer to do any research. If you have to do um, work for your business while you're in the office, I advise to step away from your desk if you can. You know, use your phone or use a, a tablet. You know, yeah. move away from where your desk is and really keep your business right. You know, whether it's a phone call or an email or if you're listening to um, a webinar, you know, just make keep those lines. You're working nine to five and you're being paid for it. I, I honestly believe that you have to honor that. Yeah. Welcome back to the Visible at Work podcast, the show that shares what to do after you get the job. Designed to help you navigate workplace issues and unlock executive opportunities through communication. I'm your host, Tracy, and you're welcome today. So I'm so excited, everybody. I have a special guest in the house, and she's all about the side hustle. And you know, with the gig economy right now, you need to have a side hustle. Like, nobody has to tell you about having a side hustle that it is not a nice to have but it's a necessity and she's going to share so much about that with us and then having a side hustle with a global mindset basically so her name is Bayade Simpson and everybody calls her Bay. Bay Simpson she's the founder of the Entrepreneurs Nook where she helps women launch and grow their side hustle while working full-time you know we're all about the visible at work and then you know still being visible and still showing up on your side hustle so Bay firmly believes that having an additional source of income is no longer a nice to have definitely, but an absolute necessity. Bay's passion for side hustling is rooted in her background with her parents who had side hustles even though they were gainfully employed. A series of layoffs over the span of her corporate career inspired her to launch her own side hustle while helping women to do the same. That's awesome. So Bay, you're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. So I was just so, I've actually been following you for almost a year, over a year, actually, yes. Yeah, so, and um, I was so, so elated when you agreed to come on the podcast and um, just share a bit about your story. And you know, when we're talking or when we're chatting about, you know, coming on and you, you, you've also shared your personal story and your work experiences that you've had over time and you you've built a career like over over a decade and then you also doing your side hustle very well like carrying everything really well so definitely and you know you had shared that this is who you are and this is what you're doing and i said yes of course you're a perfect candidate for <laughs> for the podcast you know sharing experiences from people that real people you know Everybody sees people in the magazines and everything. They don't tell you the real story, but real people that are doing it every day and doing it very well. And that's what we want to share here. So you're welcome, Bay. Thank you for, you know, for being part of this. Honored to be on your podcast. I'm excited about it. <laughs> so how has the journey been from, you know, corporate and then moving in and then doing the side hustle and also helping other women. So you're not just doing it yourself, you're also helping other people. How has it been? How has the journey been? The journey 
have been interesting, but definitely um, not without its challenges. Um, you know, once you make the decision that you want to add a, 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 a business to your already full a full time job, you know, there comes a lot of responsibility in terms of one managing your time and also delivering to clients. So um, it's been a very interesting journey. I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people along the way. I've learned a lot, um, you know, what to do and what not to do. So it's been <laughs> quite a journey and I wouldn't be for anything. <laughs> wow. Interesting. And you, you know, you also told me that, you know, you, you had worked both in the U S and now you're in Canada, you're in Toronto, right? So you have like a yeah. very broad perspective of your upbringing with your family and your parents, and then also working in North America as well. And um, what have, have you, how would you describe like the differences and similarities? Okay, so when I started, um, my, my, started my career in the United States and the US, um, so I was at the time an accountant and I've since switched careers um, <laughs> to um, IT. So when I started my career in the US, you know, I was just getting started I was still young very green to the corporate world so I learned a lot um, from the people I, like my manager my first manager that I had took me under her wings and she became like an informal mentor to me and that's where I was able to learn the ropes about you know understanding corporate culture um, you know work ethic and also being um, being uh, being able to speak at meetings, being able to contribute meaningfully um, to a team and just being part of a team culture. So uh, my experience in the U.S. was really one that got me um, up to speed. I, I spent 10 years working there before I moved to Canada. So by the time I moved to Canada, I saw myself as a seasoned professional. So um, getting a job once I moved here wasn't um, very difficult for me, which luckily um, I'm, I'm thankful for. Um, so by the time I moved to Canada, I already had these um, corporate skills under my belt and I was able to jump right in. So for me, I didn't see too much of a difference in moving from the American culture to the Canadian culture. The only thing I would say is that in the States, you know, I find people more um, aggressive, like <laughs> in terms of wanting promotions and getting them. Whereas yeah. um, I, I noticed that people are a lot more laid back here in Canada. They're focused on work-life balance, if yeah. that really does exist, you know, <laughs> and vacation time, spending time with their, family, with their families. And I found that um, promotions didn't come up as um, frequently as they did when I was in the States anyway. Yeah. But then again, I met from two different industries. So I moved from accounting where I, I mainly worked at software companies and then when I moved to Canada I worked initially in accounting with um, consulting firms and then now I'm an IT um, professional with a financial institution so in the IT section I work as a business analyst I don't find that you know people are vying for promotions so quickly uh, and promotions are coming up so often uh, and of course, in terms of corporate culture, you know, you really just have to understand the corporate culture of the organization where you work. So it's yeah. going to differ from one option to the other, as opposed to from one country to the other. Yes, about the country, but really 
So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were very elaborate on that, which was really, really great. And you know, you, you you mentioned something very important and how you were able to pivot yourself from accounting to IT. And you had a great um, manager that just took you under her wings. You're very lucky. <laughs> Some people had like the worst from the beginning and you just set them up for, um, I wouldn't say failure, but like they didn't really know like what to do or what steps to take. And um, you know, with pivoting, you have to be easily adaptable. So I'm sure those are one of, that's one of the skills that was very easy for you to just pick up here. You know, it's so funny because the reason why I was because I, I took up I took up a course in business analysis because I was trying to be better at my corporate accounting jobs. I was, a, wow. I was an accounting manager, project okay. accounting manager, and um, you know I wanted I wanted to really excel because it was my first managerial role. So first of all, I wanted to learn how to speak better in public, um, and I went I joined Toastmasters. Okay. I'm all about self-development. So I joined Toastmasters and then I needed to learn, you know, about project accounting and some, some of the IT related um, terms and, you know, more about the IT industry as it related to the project I was overseeing. So I took this course in business analysis and that's where my love switch over to business analysis. And then that's when my happened. And that was when my third layoff happened in, um, at the end of um, at the beginning of 26 end of 2015 beginning of 2016 that was when it happened so I, I was looking for accounting jobs and looking for business analysis jobs and fortunately I got a business analyst analyst role and that's how I just switched over um, from being an accountant to being a business analyst I will say that I was definitely challenged um, my first couple of months I mean because even though I had taken the course and learned everything in theory but you know just leaving it out and working on my first project there were still things I needed to adapt to in terms of the culture within IT yeah. and also just understanding how <laughs> you know as accountants we're used to work launching numbers and we IT was more of um, you know speaking technical jargon which I didn't have at my fingertips at the it took me a while to um, really um, get very very comfortable with it but because I had the passion because I was interested in it already IT um, was wasn't wasn't as bad as um, being by interesting it <laughs> forced to so wow that's great so passion being adaptable like the whole work and um with entrepreneurs nuke so how did that how did that pan out when did you start entrepreneurs nuke and then stacking that onto um moving into a new industry to my third leo but um, i started to do the groundwork and the research late 2015 Okay. Um, when I saw that the people had gone through a series of layoffs, I think I was part of the third um, set of layoffs. So I saw that the people, so I started doing research for what I really wanted to do as a side hustle. So I spent the last quarter of 2015 research on it to do um, listening um, to 
um, other experts in the industry, taking courses, and just getting myself a bakery, and I'd helped her with it. And I would get excited when I would meet women who launched business. Yeah. Launch into giving what I call unsolicited advice. Um, <laughs> and so I said, okay, that's definitely something I want to do. I want to be able to help other women. I want to be able to um, help them look at their, at, their, at their businesses from a different perspective. And that's really how the Entrepreneurs Look started. So I had done the legwork, but I officially um, registered it, you know, okay. launched my website yeah. and everything I needed to do to make it a little company in March of 2016. Oh, wow. So you just, you know, did everything, did the background work and then you now merge that with your corporate work wow that's so amazing and um yeah how has how has this been for you you know with you know you like you said trying to learn the technical jargon of it and also now helping other women giving them advice and growing yourself how has that made you grow oh it's definitely made me grow because um I've learned that you know people have different personalities in terms of you know working with different women, and okay. so I've learned that you know I have to be even more patient. You know I have to be patient and um, be willing to change my approach um, depending on who can not change who I am, but change yeah. my approach in terms of um, there's some women that you know get get once once help and as soon as they get on board um they hit the ground running but there's some others that want that help but they also have their own ideas so letting go and allowing me to like direct them or lead them um can be a challenge in the beginning so just learning how to adopt um or adapt sorry to um the different um personality levels um personality types that um, I meet on a day-to-day -day basis. But, you know, uh, as a whole, uh, the Entrepreneur's Look itself, the, uh, the, the art of selling, because selling is not something that I would say came naturally to me, and selling, you mm. know, my 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 offerings and services, that, that was a huge thing, because for me, I would shy away from asking for the sale. <laughs> You know, so I, but I realized that I was, I, I wasn't doing it for, for, I wasn't, I wasn't running a charity. So in order yeah. to keep things running, I needed to learn how to sell. I needed to be assertive about certain things in terms of like my time, um, you know, having um, my clients respect my time just as I respect their time. Okay. Since I was working nine to five, you know, I, I needed to make sure that, you know, I, you know, just running a business in the evening after work and then, you know, having work deadlines, knowing yeah. how to manage my time, adjust the schedule um, as needed. So it's it's been, like I said, it's been an interesting journey, one that I have to continuously keep learning and uh, um, be willing to adapt to, to per the personality types that I deal with. Wow. Well, you're one person that has been successful in adapting to change with all that you know you've done with your career and then your business so i think that should come somewhat naturally to you now um yeah so that's really great and you know you've mentioned something about time management 
which is a very big component of um, even working like in North America and even like within, within a new culture because you're trying to work, show that you're capable of, uh, you're competent and you're capable of the job. And then you're also trying to show up as yourself. So you have to like manage that time. So how do you, how do you, um, I don't want to say time block, but I don't know how you do your own thing. So share with us the magic, how you manage your time and you're able to show up effectively in both places. That I had established was that I wasn't going to bring my business into um, my work environment. Okay. Because actually, the company I work for, I have to, you know, every year we have to fill out a form that asks us whether we have a company, whether we work outside of the company, wow. um, just to make sure there's no uh, conflict of interest. So I'm very honest, you know, usually as soon as I select that, yes, I have a company and what I do, I don't immediately. They obviously want to do their research. So I've already established that, you know, work, my nine to five is my nine to five and um, the entrepreneur's nook is separate. So you find me like doing anything related to the entrepreneur's nook. If I had to make, uh, do something, you'll be, you'll probably be make a call during my lunch break. Yeah, lunch break. Yeah. I, I have clear, clear lines of, um, you know, priorities. When I'm at work, I'm at work. And then when I'm at home, I work on the entrepreneur's loop. In terms of um, working on the entrepreneur's loop, I usually work um, on in the evenings after work and weekends. I find that I have a lot more time during the weekend to work on the entrepreneur's loop. So that's how I manage my time. And now I'll be honest with you that there are some times where um, I have a work deadline dedicate all my time during the week um, to the entrepreneurs new and I've realized I've made peace with that <laughs> I've made peace with that at this time and um, accepted that for now my nine to five is a priority for me and um, you know I make sure that I do right there I, I make sure that um, you know I don't I don't give anything less than is expected of me and just you know just managing just just making sure that I separate the two and I always advise um my clients I always I advise people I come in contact with is that you know keep your nine to five separate from your equipment don't even use that computer to do any research if you have to do um, work for your business while you're in the office. I advise to step away from your desk if you can. You know, use your phone or use a, a tablet. You know, yeah. move away from where your desk is and really keep your business right. You yeah. know, whether it's a phone call or an email or if you're listening to um, a webinar. You know, just make keep those lines. You're working nine to five and you're being paid for it. I, I honestly believe that you have to honor that. Yeah. So, you know, my event and I think she called it time fraud. <laughs> and she called it time fraud. She's also and she said, you know, when you're in company business, that's time fraud. And also think about it as a business person yourself. Yeah. You don't care. Um, for some of us, we hire virtual assistants or people to help us, um, you know, on, on, on certain things. You don't want that person, you know, doing all time and your own dime that you're paying them. So it's yeah, best right. to, to, you know, do the same thing.
for your employer. So um, for me, it's just keeping and um, finding time outside of my nine to five, especially over during the weekends is when I spend a lot of time doing that. And in, in doing so, I also set expectations for my clients in terms of my availability during the week. So, um, you know, setting those expectations also with your clients is important. Hmm, perfect. So that, that really comes with a level of discipline and, you know, honoring like the contract of your work and also like even you as a business owner, what you expect from um, the team that works with you, whether virtually or physically, like if you have um, an office, a physical office. Wow. wow. So um, any last words for anybody like trying to settle in and adapt like you've talked about like how you've adapted and reinvented yourself and um, even building on entrepreneurs nook and also helping other women while juggling their nine to five any other words of encouragement or advice for anyone listening so in terms of career um you know anyone anyone who's looking to adapt into a new um company or you know just for me, I say, you know, it's very good. It helps to, you know, take time to understand the culture, be humble, you know, um, even if you you're, you fight, feel that expert in your field, I promise you that within that company, you don't fully understand how things understand how things work, ask for help. Um, if you have to, don't be shy to ask for help <laughs> because when you ask, you know, don't go in the mindset that, oh, I know it all and I, I, I got this. No, like, you know, be humble, take time, understand, ask questions and, you know, be, 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 be friendly. You know, um, I'm not saying you should go to your job to make best friends if you don't want to, but just be humble, be approachable. Mm. You know, to know other people as well so that would be my advice in terms of you know settling within a new con um in terms of starting a side hustle i would just say you know i spent time you know doing research but i would just say you know start you know do your research but start you know don't don't feel that you have to know again everything before yeah. you get started and start small and learn as you move forward because as long as you hang in there as long as you keep going you're going to keep so that's my advice is, you know, just take, just start, just start your side yeah, hustle and yeah. learn as you go along. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great so advice, that's you know, just starting and then being humble, no matter how knowledgeable you are or the expertise you bring, there's still something to learn. And I know you shared one time, um, 50 new side hustles to start and if, if you're thinking about anybody listening now and if you're thinking about starting a side hustle with your job, you need to check out Entrepreneur's Nook. Um, you can connect with Bay online through her website on www.entrepreneursnook.com and on Instagram, Entrepreneur's Nook and on Facebook, Be Entrepreneur's Nook. And you will find a lot of resources on how to balance that and everything, most of what Bay has shared and how you can be very effective on your job and also um, with your side hustle as well. So Bay, thank you so much for honoring our invitation. We're so glad to have you here. Is there any other place we can find you? <laughs> any, so what projects, oh, what yeah. projects are you working on now? 
thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm also on LinkedIn with my name, Bayerde Simpson. I, I, I hang out on LinkedIn as well. And in terms of projects, um, you know, I recently just launched my podcast, so that's where my Yay. focus is going on. Not um, I, I'm always offering strategy sessions um, all through the year. So that's my main jam. That's what I do. That's what I love to do. So um, my big projects will come in 2020. Um, but for now, I'm just focusing on my um, podcast and offering my strategy sessions, which are my signature um, thing. Okay. So yes, thank yeah. you. So you can catch Bay on um, all her social media links that I mentioned earlier. And also listen to the podcast. She also has a podcast, Entrepreneurs New, and um, get you know most of the gems that she has said here today. You can get truth to her and get a strategy session. You definitely need that. If you're going to start a side hustle while holding down your nine to five, because here there's nothing like a eh, eh, please don't be annoyed, <laughs> and you know you have to be professional about it. <laughs> so no excuses. You can't give excuses. So, um, so you definitely need Bay's help on that. So thank you very much, Bay, for joining us today. And remember, everybody, communication is your superpower to remain visible at work. I'll see you next week. Bye.